0: Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. I just gotta. I just gotta notice on YouTube to watch myself on YouTube. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. Welcome to Real News Live. I'm your host Mike Barrett in Seattle, Washington, and that lovely lady below me with the lustrous hair is none other than Jennifer Falat Doring in Hayden, Idaho. Jen, Jen, how are you doing on this Tell the Truth Wednesday?
1: Great, doing great.
0: You know it's okay. interesting um it's interesting in I was gonna say that that in the nine eleven debates that I've had the last week and and even in the football debates on Twitter and stuff it's interesting that the same brainwashing applies through every major issue on social media. It's like you've still got you've got people people are just as blind about Trump. And, and Biden and the stolen election, as they are about Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, who who spent hours and hours, hundreds, thousands of hours of his free time helping this community, visiting children, sick, dying children in hospitals, got viciously, personally booed and attacked on his return trip to Seattle on Monday, and I. I've honestly never been so embarrassed to call, call myself a Seahawks fan before. And it was all encouraged by Pete Carroll. Oh, Pete Carroll's a great guy. He's all love and light. Pete Carroll's a fucking asshole. And he's stupid. And he drafts stupid players. And he, he hung this, this, this good guy out to dry. And why do people in Seattle hate Russell Wilson so much? Because he believes in God. And he talks about it. And this guy did more for this community and this football team than anybody ever has. Without him, there's no Super Bowl in Seattle, period. And and I watched this brainwashing and and people just defending it to the last, this shithead, Pete Carroll to the last, who by the way, I've met and superficially seems like a nice guy, but isn't. And the parallels to me are shocking. The brainwashing on 9-11, somebody just sent me a Michael Jaco video about 9-11. A bunch of guys who don't know anything about science, physics, and engineering, telling us what happened to the buildings. Oh, I just saw that and I just knew it was demolition. Oh yeah, well, that's what happens when you fly jetliners into buildings. So I guess what I'm, and I didn't expect to go here today. This is another spontaneous rant on my part. But it's like, Jen, before I turn it over to you, the the depth of the brainwashing, the thick neutronium skulls we have to penetrate, and by the way, neutronium is a substance, kind of a made-up substance from Star Trek, but the amount of work we have to do to wake a lot of these people up isn't even worth it. And I, I again, I think that the hatred expressed towards a good man and a fantastic football player on Monday is the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen as a Seattle Seahawks fan. And, and, And I'm gonna ask Jesus right now through you to get me the fuck out of this city. Find me a way to go somewhere else where it's sunny and warm and pretty girls and I can be happy. Cause this place is disgusting. And frankly, I'm at the point where I don't want to help these people anymore I really don't I want them I, I'm not I can't say what I want to have happen to them but it's like between Russell and 9/11 and, and 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 the constant fighting over the pedophile in the White House I'm at my wits end and no responsibility no pressure Jen save me Save the rest of us, because I know there's a lot of frustrating people out there.
1: Okay. Um. No well.
0: Uh oh. A little bit. little bit frozen.
1: Same topic. All
0: right. Um. Am I- oh, you're frozen. Hang on. Um. Everybody's. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: I got the yellow thing. The yellow thing pops out and says, oops, you're not being seen." Okay. Uh, a little help here, so I can get this out. You
0: have a. You, you do have a yellow. You have yellow bars on you right now. I don't know why you should. You should be fine. But. Okay. I'm gonna pass go ahead and go. on a
1: message to everybody from God. <laughs> they don't like that. Okay. So. We're gonna ask for a little divine help here to get this through. Um, so, just a little backstory. Yesterday, I'm, I'm kind of where everybody else is, waiting, doing my best to get the truth out there. Doing my best to get receive the truth from my sources, which is is the spiritual, uh, you know, the spiritual sources, God, Jesus, the archangels, I'm trying to bring people hope, trying to get myself hope in the process, and. And You get tired You get tired of answering the same questions You get tired of saying the same things You get tired of Having to do this day in and day out Up until the point is where I am Starting to dread doing the show in the morning Because and I'm I'm still doing it But And I love this show and I love everybody that listens But um I was talking to God about it last night Again And I was saying you know what I'm so tired. I don't know what to ask anymore. i don't I don't know what to do. I don't know how to say it again. I don't know if what I'm getting is correct. I need confirmations. I need this to be over. And um, so then you know I went I decided' I'm gonna I'm gonna sometimes when you're trying too hard. You're not as effective, okay? And sometimes you have to let go of God. Like they say, you need to throw your hands down and say, all right, I'm going to take my control off of this situation. I'm going to take the control off of, give me a specific date. Give me exactly what happens. Tell me when. Tell me, you know, all of this. And and I was really talking to God on a personal level about it. And I, so, so I said, and I said you know, I really need to come to you for counts. Can I just come to you and talk to you? So I got. and he said, yes. And I said, so where should I meet you? And, and those of you that have taken the interdimensional meditation classes, not trying to sell anything, but this is a good lesson for you today uh, to see what somebody else goes through. If you don't have anybody tag team that off of. But um, so this was, I went in on a personal note. And so sometimes that's important in order to take the grip of trying to retrieve the right, the exact answers off of the situation. And so that wasn't my goal, but I'm like, I just need to talk to you. And so um, I usually, it's a projection of conscience to the sixth level of heaven. That's where I go. I don't know why, but that's where I go. And I have a house and a yard and all kinds of stuff there. And... Um, so there's a table out front, and there's this long grass field, right? And there's a little, little stream off to one side. And then off to this side, it's kind of rough-looking, the terrain. There's a, And then way down there, about a football field away, there's this r- line of trees. And the grass is green over here, but over here, it's different colors. And then beyond that, it's always been, it always looked like tall grass. It was, like, dead. And I'm why would anything I've never been able to change it. Sometimes you can create with thought and meditation and I'd like this to be green and I couldn't do it all these years. And so I really never go over there. And so when I asked, usually I'll ask the Archangels, Where would you like me to meet you? They say, Well, I'll meet in the library or meet in the gazebo, meet in the field by the tree. So I asked God and I said, Where would you like me to meet you? And he said, In the wheat. In the wheat, like bread, like wheat. I'm like wheat. At the time, um, I was like, I have no idea who that is. Um, help me get there. And so I told Gabriel, to "Go with me," so that I didn't end up somewhere weird, you know, screw up or something. <laughs> and so it's so I'm standing there, and I, we're at the very end of the field in front of the gazeble, probably a football. Field or longer. And I look off to the left, and there's the row of trees, and there's the tan colored tall grass field. And I said, Where's the wheat? I still didn't get it. I said, Where's the wheat? And he s- took my hand, and we started walking towards that field. And I could see, I mean, this was like hip high for me not for him because he's really tall um and i could see that this was oh this is wheat. i could see the dried you know little kind of like stickers on the top and um we're walking through it and up ahead we see god okay he shows himself to me as uh he always had i'm sure he showed itself to you in whatever he's, pleasing to you, but he looks like, you know, the typical god figure with the white hair and the short beard and the piercing blue eyes. It's hard to look at for very long. Um, and he's over there doing something, and he's got this big book in his hands. And so Gabriel and I and he's wearing glasses. And I'm like, it's kind of odd. And so there we get to this clearing in the wheat where it looks like, you know, like crop circle or something where it's been flattened down or animals laid there. It's all flattened down in this circular area. And then there's there's God's white chair and there's a little white table. And then there's two chairs for me, and Gabriel. And we walk up and he's busy doing something with this book. And he's like, we sit down. I'm like, okay. And so we're just sitting there watching him and I'm thinking glasses He's reading the book, and he's reading the book in front of us, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh. And he's really into this book, and I'm like, this is a lesson of some kind, isn't it? I'm looking at Gabriel, and he's just like, just watch, just listen. And I'm like, okay. And so... I... Let's see... Where am I on my notes? I always do this. It's very specific notes and then i lose my place had glasses on read in the book all right let me get over to he, he okay then it, this it, and then it closes the book big like thick leather bound giant book okay and it's bumpy of some kind so it's not just this flat smooth book it's like leather bound with like straps or something. And I'm like, that's interesting. And so then he just puts it down on the table and he goes, Yep. And then he looks at me. <laughs> I'm like Um I said, What is the What book is that? And he said, It's the book of Rights. I'm like Rights. Rights? And he said, Rights. And I said he said, it's universal law. These are my rights. Is what he said. And I... He says, yep. And then stared at me and I'm like, this is kind of test or something, isn't it? And um, he said, they've all been violated. All of them. And I said, Yes. I said, what will you do? And he said, it's time to restore your rights. And I'm like, yes, that would be good. I would like that. Yes, everyone's. Um, I said, will you do this? And he said, yes. I smiled and just sat back and stared at me. <laughs> and I'm like, So am I supposed to tell people this? I mean, is this for me? Is this for me personally? I got the sense he was talking about his rights, that these universal laws that have been violated here on earth and who knows where else, they have violated them all now, all of them. And the wheat has something to do with the story. They don't put things in the story uh, in the scene, that don't have meaning. And everybody's like, oh, well, it's just so, you know, general, and and what am I gonna do with that? Well, you just need to listen. Don't think about what you're gonna say, and don't think about what you're gonna comment on, and you just listen to the story. Um, Because I get the best stuff when they do something like this when they're i'm forced to listen when i'm forced to watch they'll do something out of the ordinary like wear glasses and and mess around with something like a book and 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 make me go to a scene out of uh out of the ordinary to grab my attention so that I just watch and I stop thinking um, i said and and he stared at me. And I said, did you just do all that to teach me something? And he laughed, and he said, yes. (laughs) And I was expecting to get all this specific guidance. You know, oh, Jen, everything's going to be okay. You know, you've gotten all the right information. You don't have to worry about anything. It's happening tomorrow, you know, something like that. And so, then I went to sleep. And I got up in the morning, and I wasn't going to share that. I was going to go in and talk to Gabriel and try to get more specific information people. I asked people on Telegram last night, what do you want to know? Because I didn't know what to ask, and I was going to go ask specific questions again. But it kept... The whole scene popped up in my mind when I was sitting there with coffee. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's something important in there. For timing. The wheat. Something, and so I went. Um, I went and I, I in a meditation before I got ready today, and I asked Michael and Gabriel to be there with me and to explain to me what the wheat means. And I asked to meet them in front of the gazebo, but when I got there, I was right in front of that wheat field again on the grass, and they came walking towards me out of the wheat field, and it was Michael who spoke to me. Um. And, um, when he walked towards me, he held a few grains of wheat in his hands. And he said, these grains are pure. They're God's bounty. And I said, still totally not getting it. It's probably very simple and I'm just stupid. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, yes, okay. Okay. Um, and then, um, and I said, what does that mean? And he said, it's time to separate the wheat from the shaft. He says, harvest. Now, we've heard things about harvest from the Q post, you know, Grassley always looking for, okay, when are you going to do the corn, you know, and all that stuff. Now, take a look at the way... They came around to telling me that. This pulled my hands off the situation. This pulled everything I was thinking about, matching things up in my mind. It, sometimes they will do that to get one message to you, to get through to you, when you're you're too wrapped up in your own head. Um... It wasn't specific, like, tomorrow or next week or whatever. It was, it's just time. And um, I said, what can we expect to see? Of course, I go to the win, and what can we expect to see? See in the days, I'm like, weeks. <laughs> just, like, trying to get, like, still doing it. Still trying to get the win, you know? And and Michael said, more chaos, but gains. Gains through the chaos. All conditions are met, he said. All conditions are met. Um, I said, Are we on the road to freedom? And then they gave me pictures in my mind, and sometimes they'll do this. All of a sudden, you see something else. And so, what I saw, um, I saw Dirt Road that I was on and and I was going uphill and I was just almost to the top where I could see the top of this smooth dirt road but I couldn't see over it okay then I saw another dirt road lots of plants and foliage and stuff and it was turning, turning the corner and I was almost around the corner but I couldn't see what was on the other side of the corner and so while I'm focused on that, I said, I can't see past the hill or, or past the corner, um, and I asked to see it. And so all of a sudden, Michael and Gabriel are standing on the top of the hill, on that dirt path. And I looked down and I, saw, I see something shiny, something shiny down there in the valley. And beyond the valley, there was a sea. And what I see is like what I would describe as a golden city. I mean, it just looked golden. It looked shiny. Gold, 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 gold. And I'm thinking immediately, ooh, money. You know, like, (laughs) I start thinking about that. And um, I said, what would you call this? And he said, this path is the path to Righteousness. Didn't expect that. I was talking about the city. And, um, I said, for who? He said, for all. It's a rise of consciousness. You all had to walk this path as a world to appreciate the destination. And I was like, okay. What am I going to tell him on the show? I'm still... You know, it's helping. This is helping, and it's a beautiful story. It's helping me. This is helping me, but um, I said, "Well, will people understand the wheat reference?" And he said, um, "Those versed in the Bible will know and explain to the others." Um, I said, "Financially." You know and i turned to him financially help me here uh, people want hope what can i say he says they will see at the end of the week and that's close enough to a specific date that i will give today
0: that's and i said <laughs> that's actually yeah that's that's relative that's pretty specific so
1: they will see it's at the end of the Sunday week anyway, right? about financial situation you'll see at the end of the week about the financial situation whatever that may be and i said so how do i manage this how do i i said what advice can you offer for me being tired of the same old questions and he looked stern at me and he said i'd say be brave I'm like, fine <laughs> it's like fine, okay. Damn it. Fine. Um, so that was probably, you know, like quit being a whip. You know, soldier up. Be brave. That might be a double meaning there. For me personally as I go forward trying to continue to answer the questions. And for everybody else as we go forward, we're gonna have to be brave. Um Part of arriving in this city is the faith that leads you there. We cannot lose the faith right before we win the battle. That's the lesson for the week. For me and everybody else, Um, nothing divine is forced. When you're trying to enlighten people, when you're trying to Tell them your truth when you're trying to do anything like that. At some point in time, when you're pushing and you're pushing and you're pushing, you need to take your hands away and say, "All right, I've done my part, and now I'm gonna have faith that that person will see the light, or that uh, that these people will stop pounding me, or that things will turn out the way that I've hoped and prayed that they will." And that's where we are. Um. And so, um, I said, okay, I'll be brave. And he put his hand, he put his hand out to me. And I said, I'll walk with you through it. Because when he said he'd be brave, I felt like I did something wrong. And I'm like, okay, you know, shit. And like, (laughs) um, he says, I'll walk with you through it. And I took his hand and I said, um, I'll be brave. And he put his, then he put his, and so I agreed to that. And then he always comes back, like, Michael will be stern with you. I, I count on one hand how many times he's done that to me. And so I'm like, oh, I really did something wrong there. Um, and then, but then he'll, he'll, when you say, okay, then he comes in and he's and he's happy. And he's, he's like, let me make you feel better. He put his arm around me and on my shoulder and he pointed to the Golden City. And he says, "You see this?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "It's moments away, on this path." I'm like, "Okay, feeling better. Feeling a little better now. Thank you. Give me some." And so, there's a lot in that story. Um, when you're trying to force something, when you tr- you got sometimes you just gotta take your hands off of it. You gotta say, you know what, God, this one's too big for me, and you know, I. if it is true that this is my reality, and it's your reality, then you say, then let it be in my reality that all these things come to pass. Um, because you can't really receive the help, you can't really receive the information, and you can't really feel better and receive the blessings until you stop trying to control it, right? So that's the lesson of the day, and let's talk about this wheat. Now, those who are versed in the Bible, what are they talking about? I've heard the reference about wheat, the separate the wheat from the shaft. The chaff. Uh, shaft.
0: Okay. It's, it's not the exact reference, but okay.
1: Whatever. <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> Anyone? Do you know, Michael?
0: I'm, I'm sorry, what are we doing? The the wheat from the I chaff? I wanted to
1: know what people think about, it's chaff, whatever, it sounds like yeah, chaff. Yeah,
0: that's biblical <laughs> use, the biblical the wheat they said from the
1: shaft. chaff. I heard chaff, so whatever, Okay. close enough. Um, so what does that mean?
0: Well, to me, it means the the chaff is the part that's not eligible, you know, edible or not of any value. It's the wheat that's the important stuff. So it's separating the important stuff from the unimportant stuff. The There's stuff something in the Bible, nutritious. what I'm
1: getting, that references to people. There you go. There you go. Separates the believers from non-believers, Jules said. Okay, we actually got Matthew
0: 3.12. Yeah, it's Matthew three 3.12. And
1: what does that say? Do you have it on the screen?
0: Uh, no, I can look it up.
1: I mean, I get it. I get it. But I feel like there's more to it. Like there's more that we're supposed to look into. We're supposed to sit with it. And that will give you... And when do they do this with the wheat?
0: Um, um, okay. It, in the King James version, the, bio, the, the verse reads, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Ooh. that's a little intense. So what he's saying is the wheat <laughs> he will keep, and the stuff that is not as useful, the chaff, will get burned.
1: All right, and so what we talking about for that, he was looking at the book. He had me walk into the wheat field into a clearing, to talk to him and he was sitting among the wheat with me that had not been separated. And he was telling me about the book and how all of his laws, universal laws, um uh have been broken. Every one. And it's time the they saying. Trying to restore your rights. Um, I said, Will you do this? He says, Yes. Um, I asked uh, all of them. They've all been violated. It's the book of rights, universal laws. These are my rights, he said. Not me, him. He said that. Now, whether that was the book of life. It was a big book and it was all bound like some kind of movie, you know, that would have some kind of negative book or something like that. But it wasn't, you know, God's holding it. So pretty sure it was good and um, interesting. Um, oh, well, and then Michael separate- elaborated on the actual grains because he, when he walked through the wheat field, he took some and he was holding them in his hand and he was looking at me. And I'm like, okay. And he said and I didn't ask and he said these grains are pure and God's bounty. So something's gonna go down. <laughs> I mean, like I mean if that's happening
0: well, We're gonna see Something's gonna go out. down and it's gonna be bountiful. Is that how you would interpret it?
1: I I got subtle notes of all of that wrapped up into one.
0: Well, okay, so, again, let's go back to that last metaphor. You said something's going to go down, and, and it, it's going to be bountiful for God's people.
1: Michael said, time to separate the wheat from the, I guess I heard "shaft" because, you it's, know, I don't it's know, what chaff, chaff. Yeah, know what chaff is. It doesn't
0: matter. It's, it's like the shell around the grain. And then he
1: said, chaff. harvest. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and i said what can we expect to see and he said more chaos but gains so it's gonna look like chaos like we've all thought it would um but we're gonna have gains um he said all conditions are met
0: Mm -hmm. at this time, so that means we're ready we're ready for this we're ready to go yes so that's interesting because if you take it as Something is gonna good is gonna happen for God's people and it's gonna be bountiful. But he gave you me this message last night, this morning.
1: Michael this morning, uh, God last night.
0: I I did get a I did get a report from the broker who said something has happened. The activity is off the charts. I have closing starting this afternoon, more tomorrow and Friday, and several more suddenly a go for next week. So that fits exactly with the message you just got
1: well michael said you know because i'm trying to get something financial you know and i'm just in the back of my right mind, just, right but i mean that's, just, me that's man. Coming from him.
0: so and it fits
1: <laughs> and i'm trying to be good you know because he told me what well, you need to you know
0: yeah
1: and um be brave and all um i'm like okay i'll be brave so i didn't ask and then he put his arm around me and he said you uh he said you, and he was happy and he said you see do you see this he pointed that golden city i was looking at
0: mm-hmm. and i said
1: yeah and he said it's moments away on this path so god and the arkans they know what you need more than anybody else right and i was coming to them for guidance in the beginning today i went to try and get something for the show but i really was focused on understanding what i saw and heard last night. I said, did I make that all up? I lose mean, it you know, but everything in it surprised me. I went to a different place. He was doing something distracted me. I mean, God had glasses on. Why would God have glasses on? <laughs> you, know, they do, you know, they do these little things. He has no flaws. They they do these little things to get your attention. And so you're focused on, why would God have glasses on? Yeah, And you're not thinking... What day is it happening? How much is this going to be? When is it? You know, you're not thinking of these things. So sometimes you got to take a step back, and that's what I mean. Take your hands off of the situation and just listen and just watch. And that's what they did for me today and yesterday to get information through. And you've seen over the meditations and the Gentiles, sometimes I'm trying too hard and sometimes things don't happen, but sometimes they're able to slip in quite a bit of information that comes to fruition.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, you know, the famous one-liners that they'll tell me. And so, I think at this point in time, we all need to be faithful. We've walked a long path, and we've walked it together. Um, it is a path to righteousness. It is a spiritual journey. You know, if you want to focus just on the money, that's fine. But <laughs> you're on a spiritual journey, whether you like it or not. Yeah money uh, uh,
0: will change you spiritually, there's no question.
1: Well, you know, even you it has. Uh, this whole journey. I've seen a lot of improvement. Proud of you. And
0: um <laughs> I'm still going to Vegas and drinking vodka.
1: Project. <laughs> I know, but you probably have a conscience when you're there now. Um, but it? you know, we're doing we're doing good. And we're almost there. It is all real, and God told me, basically, I'm going to take over now. I'm going to take, you know, I said, you'll do this? Yes.
0: We also didn't have these sort of debates. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what happened to my phone there. I apologize.
1: So maybe we when you work a little bit more on being faithful, and I know everybody's exhausted, and I know everybody's in a tough spot. Um... But, you know, if I've learned anything from being a mom and having to carry on when everybody's sick and you're exhausted and you've been up for three days and you're sick too, you don't have time for that. Okay, you don't have time to lay down and cry because we have other people to take care of and they'll be better real soon. And you get to go on and have your nap and have your your good days. And so, you know, the promised land is just over that hill just moments away on this path and so let's stop focusing so much on all the little distractions and all the specifics of it and just focus on city
0: yeah it it's um so you you know the basic message of today is you know continue to have faith and you're a lot closer than you than you think you are i guess or than it feels like you are and you know you say that. Mark says that. Um, Mark is saying that. Um, Wolverine is saying that. Um, even Bruce, who's always saying that, is, is continuing to say that. And and yeah, they you know, don't the talk to God, God.
1: All right, they yeah, mean, know, you know they pray.
0: But, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that all these other people, and and Mark talks to God. On a fairly
1: well, you know, prayer and everything, but you know,
0: but but um, they're all supporting what you're saying, so oh, okay, that's I thought point.
1: you were it, complaining again. I was gonna no, say, no the only
0: one who's not supporting your you is, is okay. Phil, but I think Phil, based on last night, doesn't have anything and is completely out of the loop at the moment and is just trying to sell his silver to people this week. So I don't think Phil has anything this week. I don't think he really has much inside knowledge on the financial aspect of things. I mean, he thinks Bix weird is a genius and i love he's really he's
1: kind of like tunnel vision focused on certain things right certain things like the silver never really talks about foreign currencies does not really talk much about the specifics um
0: no but what i'm saying is everybody that i pay attention to and now and now the broker you know are all supporting what you're just said which is that we're really really close to something so you have backing, you have yeah. backing in heaven and you have backing on earth.
1: Well, it's usually when I, I know I didn't create that because I was surprised about where I was and what he was doing and what's with this book and what he said. Um, and so like, if I would have created, I would have just met him you know, where I told, you know, like maybe the gazebo and he would suggest on such and such a date and this and this and everything's going to happen and everything you want is, you know, very specific. And I'm like, eh. so they'll do things to that you don't expect so that you know that you didn't put those words in their mouth. You didn't create this scene. And when I receive information, that's that's when I get my best stuff. that That's when I do it my way, when I go in and I don't have expectations is when I receive, um, the most information. I don't know who D is. Um, holy shit, the show is so dumb now. Mike is oh, just yeah. just, a,
0: just another, he's gone, just another, uh... Troll, we've had four or five, trolls man. You in- just yeah. don't get it, do you? No, but. they don't, and they're not gonna, they're not gonna share in it, and we're not gonna help you when we're on the other side. So, uh, yeah, Ed of, Ed of Ocala is another guy who says they're all saying the same thing that it's like this close. And I, I, I who is it? Jesus said end of the week, something like that, it was Jesus. Or my gun. I don't yeah, I, I,
1: I gotta go back in the notes who I was talking to. I don't know if it was... It was probably Jesus no, or Gabriel. Either one. Yeah. Oh! 9-2. Come on. Yeah, think,
0: yeah Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Alright. Um. So, a philosophical... You know, the show on Wednesdays, Jen, what's it called? Tell the Truth. Tell the Truth Wednesday. So you got your dose of truth today is all I'm going to tell you. Okay, uh, let's get everybody in. If you have any personal readings or anything you want, uh, let's get into Rumble. Let's get into 600 people in the live stream right now. Let's get into the Rumble. Let's get into the YouTube chat. Ask the questions. Uh, remember, for Jen to work this, you have to have, she needs your name and the name of the person or persons or pets you might be asking about um speaking of that jen jen i just i I got a lot of memories on my phone of my little girl aurora today and i just was wondering if she was just saying hi um a lot of a lot of memories i don't remember at all videos and things and hearing her little voice was really sweet so yeah
1: she was by the door before you went in today by the door to the room, like right down by her feet.
0: Okay. And then yeah. she walked
1: over, and um, I think she jumped up on the couch. Okay. So that's the scene I'm seeing. So yeah, she she's around. But see, the thing is, when your heart calls to them, they come.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I wasn't thinking, you know, about her so much today. But I, I just got these little memories on my phone, and I was like, oh, it's good to see you again, sweetie. So. All right, a um, uh,
1: couple notices for everybody before we get going is that um, uh, current uh, the veil is thinning. you're going to have a lot of you're going to have a lot of um, experiences, paranormal experiences over the next couple of months, especially when the world is you've got this push and pull of positive and negative energies going on. Also it's a very emotional time right now. Um, people, um, the, everybody's very emotional having these mood swings. You're having, um, dump it dreams, I call, where you're going through old crap. It's coming to the surface again, and and your, your psyche's kind of saying, are we done with this? Can we, you know, there's a little bit of here, over here that we need to get rid of because it's holding you back. And so you, you have a dream about it. Um so a lot of people right now that i hear in readings and um from personal contacts is that there's a lot this you know all of a sudden you're you're down and you don't know why or all of a sudden you're up and you don't know why so the energy is kind of crazy right now um another thing is there's a flu going around uh people around here had it certain people had it last week uh my daughter got sick at work today Um, And this is what happens every September, about a week or two after all the kids go back to school. It has nothing to to do with you having kids in your home or with them being, uh, you know, having kids in school or anything like that. It's just spreads around the population because they all go back in the same buildings, touch the same doorknobs, you know, laugh out loud, spit, just spraying everywhere. You know, and they just mix all their germs. Everybody goes home sick, infects the parents. The parents go out to work they go out to the store and then just there, there's something just spreading around so there is a flu virus it's not really bad um I'm probably going to pop, pop an eye in today because I was feeling kind of that way and yep. um so those are the that's what I've been hearing
0: and seeing okay uh I just had a thought about something um that I wanted uh bring up. Hang on a second. We'll, well, guys, we'll get into the quick advertising thing here in a minute, but uh, I'm going to save this for... Um,
1: okay. Well, I'll just answer I got the it. whole Holcomb.
0: Okay. Um, Jen, I want, I want to... Well, this is... Damn it. Come on. Let's have it.
1: Chris, it's not a job. It's his. Anyway, go ahead. Um,
0: <laughs> this is kind of icky, Jen, but... um,
1: it's not gross, By the way...
0: Well, it's Prince Charles, or King oh, Charles.
1: So it is gross.
0: Um, and pictures were published today of his fingers. And um,
1: yeah, he's I had that.
0: portions of them amputated. And they're puffy. And, and, you know, the thing that this reminded me of is it reminded me of this show, House of the Dragon, where the king keeps losing his fingers and his body parts. And because he's, I guess corrupt and decrepit and weak and i'm just wondering if there's some symbolism to this that we should pay attention to
1: like it's very similar to what people go through with the inflammation and the problems with with like prolonged diabetes but it's not that it is from the look I hate to say it because it just sounds like conspiracy theorists, but it sounds pretty close to like like um, coming off of something and then being damaged. So like so, if you have somebody who's on meth all their life, right, and then right. they come off of meth, well, they'll they'll have like like narcolepsy where they can't stay awake, or they'll have like um, you know they'll gain a lot of weight, their metabolism oh, is so ruined, come things off like that. So this is the effects of no longer being on something that he was on for a very long time
0: coming off and of visit Drina Crum. Okay, over 600 people in the live stream right now, besides a few malcontents notwithstanding. Please remember that these videos will be taken down off of the YouTube channel. So the place to go is mikebarra.blogspot.com where you can see all of the latest videos, including this one and videos from other people. My 9-11 special, uh, Simon Parks, maybe if I do Whiskey and Wisdom with Mark Z tonight, I'm not gonna do it if that same clown Luke is on again. Um, that kind of thing will be on mikeberra.blogspot.com, and it will be taken down off YouTube pretty much as soon as the show is over. Also please do not forget to visit our wonderful sponsors, The CBD Gurus, the CBDgurus.com. You can go to their website or you can call them at 612-412-8343 where you can get all kinds of cool different products, health products to help you along and make you feel better. It's a wonderful business they've got going and we have a special wholesale section. Go to the wholesale tab, zip down to the Mike B wholesale section, click on that sucker, type in the discount code. Jen, what is it? What's the discount code, Jen?
1: I don't know. Alien?
0: A L I test alien yes it's a test you should know this because we talk about it every day discount code alien you'll get any every order uh, over hundred receives four four million Bolivar, which could be worth something someday also money will be uh, Boulevard will be contributed to a uh, humanitarian project and you can pick up all of this week's specials including the Delta 8 gummies the full CBD THC guru, uh, guru gummies and the Full Spectrum Oils, the, the uh, Miracle Gold, which is very intense stuff, and the Immunity Booster. So go there to thecbdgurus.com. Go to the wholesale page. Type in the discount code ALIEN and pick up some cool stuff over there with those guys. They're really great. Jen, why don't you tell us what's going on on jenniferfallaw.com today?
1: There's always a lot going on over there. There is. Yeah. Um, I still have gift cards you can pick up. The one-hour uh, ring is no longer on sale. Um, I do have interdimensional meditations. If you'd like the story that I told today, that's what I teach, is, is how you can do this. Go and get your own guidance about your own life. Receive your own healing. And, and you know, along with the archangels, visit your loved ones who have passed away. And, and things, and, you know, it's a skill. the rest of your life and you can resolve many times you'd like uh, via, they will come to your email via WeTransfer, you purchase there and I will go to your PayPal email um, otherwise email me and the email is all over my website um, to receive it to a different email, I'll send it there uh, we still have the combo deal for the super-duper um, toxin, DNA correction, cleanse, full-body healing. This is my effort in um, combating uh, chemicals, uh, metals, illness, everything, and whatever the Vax has done. Um, five, you can get five there for the price of four. Um what I've really got going on right now is I am doing a, a, a healing that I offer once a year, usually after New Year's, is a weight loss healing. Let's, let's scroll down to that. Okay, but I recently, there, nope. along the way, I've learned new things. Looks weird. I don't know why it's set up like that. But um, along the way, I, I learned new things. And I've learned a little something else to add to this. Um, this is a, it's a talk with the souls. So it's like hypnosis. Um, but it's kind of goes past the conscious mind into the subconscious mind and it's a talk with that And it teaches uh, it's asking that soul to be a certain way when it comes to keeping fat as and Not eliminating that waste. It's a healing on anything that won't allow you to eliminate that waste and a fat burn so it's it's kind of it takes a long time I really should charge a lot more for this, but you know, I'm I'm really practicing with this new technique. So for right now, it's fifty nine dollars. If you want to try it out, I, I think people should do it once a month because it's it's kind of like it. Usually, what I've seen from past years is that it takes that long for the old habits to start seeking back in and for the conscious mind to take back over uh, the the old ways. Um, also, underneath that. Um, Susan Gretz is helping me out with mediumship. She is my producer at Beacon of Light Radio and she is a fabulous, fabulous uh, medium and I go to her. Uh, Marcy Howell is helping me out with the house cleanses and we have everybody's just raving about Marcy. She's been doing such a job and the personal cleanses. You can get that. Email both of those rolls after purchase. There's a love button there and you can also pick up my psychic development classes and you can own these now just like the interdimensional meditation classes and they'll be sent to your email your paypal email after purchase that's about it
0: cool okay thank you jen for that and if you would like to send me some love I have some very expensive car repairs I have to take care of today. So if you want to send me a little love at Cash App, it's dollar sign MBara33, and on Zelle it's MBara33 at MSN.com. You know, I got to tell you, I was very disappointed. I I had a I had a friend, a female, and you know who I was somewhat interested in at some point. At one point, ten years ago, cat and man, stop and it. she, and she um. Um, we just stopped interacting right and finally i'm like look you're not going to interact with me i'm just going to unfriend you i'm not going to bother with you on facebook and and you know she went in on on the 9-11 thing and and started like going after me on 9-11 i'm like well i'm uh, on the 9-11 debate and i'm like gosh i'm i'm really sorry that i i uh unfriended you because you don't interact with me but it's like come on guys i don't i don't know i don't get it i just think i wonder like if people rather than hold a resentment why don't you just talk to somebody it's like all you had to do to get my to keep my attention is keep my attention i don't i don't understand it i don't get people sometimes it's really weird so um i don't know where i was going with that but it was someplace different than than i ended up going all right let's go to rumble to start with Uh, a few questions over here um this is wally i'm in need of help i'm almost out of savings and i'm wondering if you could ask jesus if we're going to be okay well jesus is going to say yeah you're going to be okay but Financially, Wally's got some issues. Wally would like to know if there's any help. If there's any help coming soon. Stop.
1: I'm sorry. Charlie won't leave. <laughs> I don't know what's up with Charlie today. Now well, I'm petting him. Now I, I am petting him under the table, and he's like pushing on me. And um, all right, Charlie. Um,
0: Wally. Wally would Wally. like to know if he's going to get some financial relief in the near future. Uh,
1: Yeah. Good. Good. End of September uh, is good.
0: End of September is good. Um, okay, Cindy would li- Cindy S would like to know. My friend Dan had an ultrasound for his liver. Do you see his results coming back? Okay. There's a spot. Here's a spot. Okay, that's. that's-
1: um there's a spot they're concerned about. I see the spot. What is the spot?
0: Well, it's good that he's getting checked out, but let's leave it to the doctors, you know, to, to sort that out. What the spot might be. All right. Sometimes it's just fatty liver, you know, which I have an issue with. It's not cancer, um, cancer. Debbie Kearns wants to know if she has a generational curse or spell or something on me. My mom thinks I do. Well, it's always great to have support from your mom, isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you've got a curse on you. Um, I don't. Uh, the thing, the thing with curses is, I've never bought into that because yeah. they always want to tell you, "Oh, I've put a curse on you." It's basically these pre- people have attachments, and they're sending attachments to mess with your life. Yeah. Um, so you can choose to reject all evil. Um, you know, I think it's really about attachments. It's not about, like, uh, these people that d- do this think they have so much power. Oh, really? You get to say how my life goes forever because yeah. you're a brat, right? I right. don't think so. And so when like- you stand up and say no. You have no power over me. See, you if you believe what they say, um, and so things will. You'll create situations that seem like you're cursed. Okay, so you have to stand up and say, "I don't give a crap what you say. I exist in the name of God, and I walk with Him, and you can't touch me.
0: I exist in the name of God. Do it." Just go straight to Jesus and say, okay, if there is anything like that, let's get rid of it right now. Um, Kimmy, the registered nurse, would like to know if there's going to be a 9 11 like event happening soon. I will tell you, I do not believe that, but others uh, may tell you something different. So, no. Jordan says she's having mild vertigo. Is it my ears or sinuses? I had to take sinus medicine today because it's so cloudy and dark and gloomy here in Seattle today.
1: It's sinus. Well, your ears are stuffed up inside there, too, so it's the whole head thing, you need, to get, uh, you need to get that down, antihistamine or decongestant something.
0: You know who uh, my brother Dave has been swearing by? What he's been swearing by is this Mucinex stuff, which I've never really taken or taken seriously, but he says it's really helped him. Uh, uh, that's time. really
1: for breaking up congestion in your chest, if you have yeah. a lot of like congestion. But as far as the shrinking the tissues, you're going to need something like a decongestant, Sudafed, something like that. But I'm not, you know, I'm not telling him break- to take
0: Dennis says, great visit yesterday. Very positive. Stay with us. You brighten things up. He likes you, Jen. Thank you, Dennis. Um, Katrina says, hi, Jen. This is Jen G, Austin, friend. Uh, Jen had sinus surgery yesterday and is now home resting. Is there anything Jesus or the angels want to tell her about that? Sinus surgery, a lot of people have that one. What they really need is a CPAP machine. But
1: She just needs to sleep as much as she can right now it's uncomfortable it'll right now. Up. It's gonna, like, it'll heal up.
0: Um, Diana Leyland says I'm having some issues at work. Do you see it lasting at coach? I guess coach is the name of the firm that she's working for the business
1: In the next year, if you yeah. want to,
0: um, mike what do you bet that the white elephant better known as the space launch system launches and orbits the moon and returns to earth i think that's going to happen i think the technology's there um i i wonder about these delays i think they might be symbolic but jen you got anything to say
1: about that uh i don't know i don't know anything about that i got the cat in here again
0: i thought you were i thought you were getting a message over there right? no okay, i got sean, a cat under my feet sean says do you see me in a Charlie, new house
1: go. <laughs> Charlie, go. stop it
0: well see my pets are being very well behaved even though the doors open here to the office uh hey jen sean says do you see me in a new house this year sean
1: It might be, it, it's it's right around January sometime, either on this side or next side of, of the
0: new year. Interesting. Uh, Linda Kolbinski says, will my daughter Amanda be okay at college in South Carolina for the rest of this year? Will she be safe? Will Amanda be safe, safe from, from harm? harm? Yeah, from harm. Yeah. Maybe not from the toga parties, but- Oh Oh, yeah. <laughs> <for
1: harm. laughs> no, She's fine, she'll be safe.
0: Good. Uh, Kimberly Rec would like you to know that you were right. I took the cat to the vet and Ripley is cured. Ripley, if you guys don't know, Kimberly has been treating Ripley daily with ivermectin since they basically told her to put him down about four months ago. She's been treating him with ivermectin. He's gotten better and better and better, and he no longer has the feline leukemia virus. They don't even see it anymore in his blood work, which is... Yay, Kim! Like Yay, Mr. Ridley.
1: Charlie, just like you, Charlie. I want to call him because he's gonna come. Reminds in. Reminds
0: me, I gotta weekend. give Miss Fluffy Muffy. I gotta give Miss Fluffy Muffy some more, um, some more ivermectin, um, on her skin.
1: It's like I close the door on the dog, so they won't come in here to the office and like. <laughs> but you can't close the door on Charlie. Nobody closes the door on Charlie, right?
0: He'll break out, out.
1: And just keep hitting the door. Keep me out. Ooh, is that a
0: cat's tail? I see a cat. Yes, tail back
1: there. Charles.
0: Come here. Yeah, over on the Come other here. side.
1: Just let me uh speak you on, woman, Charlie.
0: Rick you would let let like to know if his mother will ever be able to sell Judy Norman. If his mother Judy Norman will be able to sell her property and move into an apartment. Judy Norman.
1: Eventually, not right now. It's going to take some time.
0: Yeah, the heartbreak never goes away. I didn't think it was bothering me until I just brought it up to Jen about Aurora. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I just miss her. You know, I miss her little face and her little voice. And yeah, her little cuteness. Uh, Nancy says, thank you, God through Jesus for sharing info to Jen and to us. We love you. I agree with that. Nancy um, A musical fisherman thinks this is one of the best shows ever
1: okay well wonderful thank you man that's nice
0: patriot noise hi jen why was trump rushed here i assume he means washington dc been hearing he was sent there here by divine light could it be melania an inauguration site is an inauguration site is being set up in dc is this for our favorite president so again now phil incorrectly said this is, This brings up some interesting stuff. We talked about Trump on Monday and you said he was that he went to d c because he needed to visit somebody whom you felt may have been sick. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, there's two things going on here. So somebody was he's either paying respects or he was visiting someone who was ill and so there was something some papers to sign some kind of legal something going on and so he said don't come to me i'll come to you i'm going to be there for this i'm going to go there and do this and then i'll come to you and and take care of that and have a meeting right um so there was a meeting i'm assuming it was legal um and that's all i know now as far as inauguration site that's
0: well, Probably. there's there's construction of something in front of the Capitol building and nobody knows really what it is. It's not being talked about as to what it is. Looks like kind of a big screen, like it might be a big diamond vision for hopefully little Gitmo action. Um, so nobody knows what that is. The other things I would like to let everybody remind everybody is that the uh, mechanic said it was legal, said he had to go there to sign some papers, said he was staying in Blair House while he was there, which is where presidents stay the night, before president Elect stay the night before they're inaugurated, which I thought was interesting. And um, he also told me, and I told you in this audience, two weeks ago, the mechanic said that somebody very important, there's preparations for somebody very important at Walter Reed Hospital in the next 10 days to two weeks in Washington, DC. And I'd like to know, Jen, if we can find out, is that, did Trump come here to visit this very important person at Walter oh. Reed that we heard about two weeks ago?
1: Okay, he did go to Walter Reed. Um. not really seeing it I just don't see him going to Walter Reed I thought that was be something that would everybody would catch it's kind of hard to hide that I, uh, I was just
0: wondering I was just wondering if that was if the mechanics' information was connected to his visit uh, possibly to visit a sick person so that maybe they makes sense it. to me maybe they moved it from Walter Reed so that's pretty interesting stuff and uh, I gotta ask you one other thing Phil last night said sorry
1: was he friends with Ken Starr? Didn't Ken Starr just
0: die? Oh, holy shit, maybe he was. Holy shit. Ken Starr. That that would absolutely fit the description the mechanic gave me of the person who the special security would have been for. Maybe they just moved it from Walter Reed.
1: And it's because what I got was he was paying respects, or and it was kind of like, I gotta go, let's, let's go out. Yeah. You know how he is. Let's go out holy there. I'm going to show up in person. And then uh, while I'm there, don't come, don't fly to me. I'm going to come to you and I'm going to do this meeting while I'm there. So I don't know if it was a funeral or if he went to see him before he passed or whatever. No, he, I don't know he, if it was in the Well, hospital. he was
0: reported as having passed yesterday, I think it was. So yeah, it would have been, it would have been before. And Trump left yesterday. So he, yeah. And that's I, what I'll, I
1: got from the readings, I believe it was yesterday, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to ask
0: me. the mechanic if the person he was talking about, Walter Reed, was Ken Starr, and he may not have been at Walter Reed. And then I'm going to go look up some more about Ken Starr's death, uh, like where he was when he passed. They may have sent him home. They may have just said, "You're, you're only got a few days left." So go that's on. kind
1: of like what I got was that the rushing off to be there was a personal visit, and that's why. Listen, Trump's been in and out of D.C. under the radar many times, and you know they can hide it if they want to. They've got ways to get in and out. This was just to, hey, I'm going to run off there real quick. Um, I'm going to do business while I'm there. I'm going to go and see him. And, you know, then I'll be back. And so that's kind of what I got about the whole situation.
0: Pretty pretty juicy. Pretty juicy. Also, okay, so Phil last night (laughs) said that Trump was in Washington, D.C. because of the stock market. So I want to just check on that. Did it have anything to do with the stock market? I think Phil... I'm not gonna tell you what I think, I just think Phil was talking out of his ass so he had some fake intel, but.
1: Or did he say that, I didn't watch, um, did he say that Trump was in D.C. because, or the stock market is crashing because of what Trump did in D.C.? He
0: said said, Trump is in D.C. because of the stock market and that's all I have. And he made people wait through an hour and a half, you know, Phil's silver multi-level marketing pitch before he told them that of course so
1: that's not what I'm getting I'm not seeing the connection there
0: yeah me either and and I think Phil pretended he had Intel when he really just wanted to make a sales pitch you know that's Phil Uh, Tracy Doss hi Jen I have an area on my back that swells up every time I work out it doesn't hurt but I'm wondering if it will go away on its own or if there is something I can put on it to keep it from flaring
1: up uh, well, I'm not a doctor. I can't really tell you what to do with it, but I could probably...
0: Uh, well, is it something to go away or does she need to go to the doctor to get it looked at?
1: I think you should have that looked at. I mean, don't panic. I don't think it's like a big C or anything. I think that you've got something going on with the muscle there that's that's hurt. Or you've got some kind of fluid. Track. yeah
0: that sounds like a fluid buildup so well, they
1: have a pocket of fluid or
0: something uh, damn you could probably yeah. have
1: it taken care of
0: damn the car the car dealership is calling oh well um hi uh karen kauf says my mom esther wants to know how much her eyesight no if her eyesight is due to her age almost 92 or if is it something more serious
1: if her eyesight like decline in it um karen khan yeah. mother esther yeah it's age it's
0: just age um da, 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 da. yeah a lot of comments on the prince's or the king's gross fingers um hi jen my name is Richard. I have a very vivid, vivid vision. I will meet a tall, blue-eyed blonde, and her name started with a J. When I, might I see this dream lady? When you get abducted by the Pleiadians, maybe?
1: <laughs> well, I'm not tall, and I'm married. Thank you. But no. <laughs> um, when might I stream this lady? Uh, this was a vision? I don't know. It might have been created
0: by you. Um, wow, Ron Santos, who's been in here a few times, just got himself completely knocked out of the chat forever. Uh, Angry Mimi says, "I'm suffering. My Jack in the Box is here. Uh, I'm suffering with bad asthma today." Well, Mimi, let's let's all pray in a little healing for Mimi. Okay, let's 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 get her asthma. Let's get your asthma fixed up, Mimi.
1: I sent you a little something there. Mimi.
0: Okay. Uh, I look forward to your call today, Jen. Okay. It's probably, probably. Okay, remember you call, to... yeah. you call me. Yeah. Call me. Yeah. Okay. That's the business number. Uh, okay. Jen, how much time do we have left?
1: I gotta get going.
0: Okay. Uh, two more questions then. Jen, will I ever be able to buy the land next to me and possibly behind me? And if so, when that is Oski.
1: Next to you, so next to you comes first, then the possibility of behind you later, so it's separate. And I don't know when I don't have time.
0: Lori would like to know, Lori Odor Jen, is my daughter Grace okay? We usually talk every day, and this week she's annoyed and we've barely spoken. She lives well, she's mad at you, mom, right. <laughs>
1: It happens to me with the kids all the time until they need something, and they're like, "Mom." <laughs> um, oh,
0: mom, you're the most wonderful mom.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I just just text her and say, "Hey, would you like fifty bucks?" She'll talk to you. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, she's fine. She's just having a hard week.
0: <clears throat> Why didn't I pick Vina as a top ten Star Trek babe? I don't think Susan Oliver was all that pretty. She's a good actress, but I didn't, I just didn't think, she wasn't in my top 10 Star Trek babes for Friday Friday night. Frolics, okay. Uh, Thomas Klein says, Jen, I will call you at one. Okay, Uh, we gotta let you go because we have some readings to get to. Appreciate you being here. I do have one, uh, do I have one quick question for you after this, maybe. Thank you guys all for being here. Uh, I'll probably be on Whiskey and Wisdom with Mark Z tonight. Um, depends, like if he brings this Loop guy back, I'm not going to be on because I'm not going to be able to hold my tongue. Love you guys. Thank you for being here. If I'm not on Whiskey and Wisdom, either way, Jen and I will be back for free reading Friday, as far as I know. We'll be doing the show from there. And uh, we love you. Any final thoughts before we head out, Jen? Jen,
1: Keep the faith. Just watch the-, watch the show now. I think that's what we that- do is just watch the show.
0: That's the message. Keep the faith. Watch the show. Everybody says things are very close to coming our way. So stand in there. Hang on to it. And fuck Pete Carroll. Love you guys. Bye. Yes. Bye. Jen also thinks fuck Pete (laughs) (laughs) Carroll.